I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild show Lots of breaking news happening as we speak. In fact, Joe Biden addressing the nation. He literally just turned and walked away from his podium as we are beginning the show. We will be discussing everything that is going on right now in D.C. It is an incredibly newsworthy day that promises to get even more newsworthy. Context here. We have got and have had for a long time, the Biden congressional agenda has been moving in two parts. The infrastructure bill, some $1.2 trillion, that has already been passed by the Senate. The House has been waiting to vote to pass the infrastructure bill as well. They have not done that because they want to find out what is going to be in the budget. The progressives in the House in particular do not want to okay the infrastructure bill and then have the budget reconciliation bill fall apart because Senator Manchin of West Virginia and Senator Sinema of Arizona are not willing to support expansive governmental spending like the progressive elements are. So we are dealing with a great deal of uncertainty that in many ways was reflected in the opening sentence from Joe Biden as he addressed the nation just in the last 30 minutes or so. Listen to the open here from Joe Biden. Let's play cut 27. Today, uh, I'm pleased to announce that after, after months of tough and Thoughtful negotiations. I think we have an historic, I know we have a historic economic framework. Okay, you just heard there. 
opening sentence, he says, I think we have an historic framework. Biden put a deadline on today because he is leaving the country for six days now. And right now we have a monstrous stare down contest going on inside of the Democratic Party. And I'm going to be following this story along the way uh, and giving you updates minute by minute as this is, frankly, as dramatic of a day as we have had on Capitol Hill in some time. Now, there are reports, and I'm going to read some of these quotes that have been reported. Nancy Pelosi reportedly told her members, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, don't embarrass the president by voting down the infrastructure bill as he flies overseas. She said she is going to bring the infrastructure bill on the floor today and hold the vote open for as long as she needs to in order to get the infrastructure bill through. Okay? Why is that significant? Because Nancy Pelosi is finally admitting that she is going to have a challenge to get the infrastructure bill through, and she's trying to call the bluff of the AOCs, of the Talibs, of all of the squad members who are saying right now that they will not be willing to support infrastructure until the budget reconciliation bill is through. Now, I'm going to walk you through all of the crazy things that are going on right now and are going to be put into this budget reconciliation bill. But this was a mess. President Biden went to Capitol Hill this morning in an effort to try to tell everybody, hey, we finally got a deal ready. And the problem is this democratic civil war between the moderates, and I would say the moderates in general are represented by West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin and Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema. And the squad, the AOCN crew, which are in the House and are incredibly progressive. And they are at loggerheads right now. And we're not sure how this is going to play out and whether Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, actually has the votes to pass the infrastructure bill or not, or whether Biden could get humiliated and his own party on the day that he just addressed the nation and said he believes that they have a framework in place, they could actually shut down his entire agenda. Not the Republicans, the Democratic Party itself. So this is interesting. It seems that Cinema and Manchin in the Senate are saying, hey, if you want us to agree to the budget reconciliation bill, then you need to go out and pass the infrastructure bill right now. Uh, Biden said in his address, no one got everything they wanted, but that's what compromise is all about. Well, we'll see whether anybody actually has the ability to get those votes. Right now, Nancy Pelosi is meeting with the House progressives who are threatening to not pass the infrastructure bill. And Joe Manchin has said that everything is in the hands of the House. So... This is chaotic. I'm trying to lay it out the best I can as news is breaking uh, every single minute, basically, of what exactly is going on surrounding the Biden agenda. Biden reportedly told everyone that this was the entirety of his agenda 
and that if this thing doesn't pass, that his entire presidency is a mess. Well, his entire presidency is a mess anyway, but it sounds like Biden has been in a rush to try to get to an agreement. He put this artificial deadline in place of wanting to get this done before he left for his trip to Europe, and now there's a great deal of uncertainty about whether the votes are there that actually is going to be able to take place. All right, that's all the background. My buddy Buck Sexton might be saying, well, what does Buck think about this? Well, I'd like to know too. Buck is sick. He got back, took a red eye from Vegas, and he texted me that he was in in rough shape and that he hopes to be back tomorrow when, by the way, we're going to have former President Donald Trump on with us to talk about the fact, among many other things, that President Trump is headed to Game 4 of the Atlanta Braves and uh, the Houston Astros, the World Series in Georgia. Going to talk a little bit about that during the course of the show as well. But Buck, we want him to get well. Uh, Neither one of us miss days very often at all, as you well know if you listen to this program. So Buck is really under the weather, not able to work today. He's planning to be back tomorrow. He said he is. Uh, he is in, in. In. He wants to be a hundred percent sure that he's back with the president uh, coming on tomorrow. And so he's taken today to try to get back healthy. So uh, you can give uh, Buck your best wishes to uh, to to hope that he gets back and is ready to roll. Now, uh, all of that being said, we've got a loaded show for you. Molly Hemingway is going to join us at one. She has got an incredible book out behind the scenes in the election. She also wrote a phenomenal book about Brett Kavanaugh and the uh, and the, the goal, the, the, the attempt to block his nomination to the Supreme Court. It is an incredible read. I can't wait to read her new book. She's at The Federalist. Uh, she will be with us at one. And then our buddy Alex Berenson, who uh, hasn't been on in a little while, we want to find out what the latest is from him as uh, Governor Ron DeSantis uh, recently came out and said, and I think he summed up things very well here, he said, uh, we initially had 15 days to stop the spread, and now we've moved on to three jabs or you aren't allowed to do your job. So we will talk about all of that with Alex Berenson. That is coming ahead. Molly Hemingway in the next hour, Alex Berenson in the final hour of the program. Uh, But... This is going to be one of those days where I would encourage you uh, keep checking back in with us because every time you hit refresh on your computer screen, there's a new quote that's coming out. There's a new dynamic moving possibility here. What we need to know is when is Nancy Pelosi going to officially uh, open up the House floor vote for the infrastructure bill? When is that actually going to occur? How long is she going to be meeting with the progressive elements of her party? Are there votes here to advance the Biden agenda? Or is it possible that Joe Biden's entire domestic agenda is going to go up in smoke as he takes off and heads over to Europe? Again, I'm going to do my best job to kind of contextualize what's going on. But Biden this morning went to Capitol Hill, made the case in front of his party for why they needed to pass the infrastructure bill and the budget reconciliation bill. These are multi-trillion dollar bills, both of them. Uh, We will discuss what exactly is in them uh, because they finally, just this morning, released 
updated details. If you've been trying to follow this story, you know, they had the billionaire's tax, which they ended up abandoning. How are they going to pay for this? What's it going to look like? How much of your money are they taking and how are they going to distribute it? All of that we will discuss in the next segment uh, as those details have now come out. But kind of giving you a roadmap for what's happened so far this morning. Joe Biden went to Capitol Hill, said that he believes they have a deal. Uh, the House progressives have revolted against parts of that deal. Nancy Pelosi has said she is going to bring the infrastructure bill to the floor today, call the bluff effectively of the progressive members to see whether or not they are going to vote. Simultaneously, we have another bill. That is the budget reconciliation bill, which is right now relying upon Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema to support it. That uh, framework costs around $1.8 trillion that has been agreed to. I'll tell you what that agreement entails when we come back in the next segment. But both of those bills, two different tracks. It appears the infrastructure bill, which has already been passed by the Senate, uh, and the House has to pass it, the $1.2 trillion infra, uh, infrastructure bill. The progressive members of the House are saying they will vote no against that because they do not trust the budget reconciliation bill has enough of what they wanted in it. So great deal of drama on Capitol Hill right now. Loaded program. We want Buck to get well. But my goodness, do we have an absolute ton to talk about today as we work our way through what is going to be a completely loaded program. But first, I've got to tell you all about my buddy, Mike Lindell. He's the inventor of my pillow, and his team fit us for our own pillows and introduced us to their ever-growing list of incredible products. You know what they have at my pillow now? Towel sets, slippers, robes, mattress toppers, Giza sheets, on top of many more. You can trust Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Sheets made from the world's best cotton, Giza. I've got them on my beds. I'm excited to be back home. Was on the road in Houston, by the way, flying out tonight down to Jacksonville. Not going to have them in my hotel room there. I really miss these Giza Dream Sheets. We've got them all throughout our house. It's one of the toughest things about traveling, not getting to sleep in your own bed with your own sheets and your own MyPillow product. Right now, you can get buy one, get one free with the promo code Clay and Buck. All MyPillow products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You can go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials to get the Giza Dream Sheets. Buy one, get one free with code Clay and Buck, or you can call... 800-792-3269. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton show Buck under the weather we are tracking Capitol Hill movement on the Biden agenda in particular the infrastructure bill reportedly going to be brought up for a vote today in the house but we finally got the details announced of exactly what will be in the budget reconciliation bill. And I am reading from this right now. The framework cost $1.85 trillion. Of course, that is not an accurate rendition of what this truly cost because it's not expanding off into the future. They term limit this. And the reality is this is a 5 to $7 trillion cost in the years ahead, but this is what is in the bill. $555 billion to fight climate change through tax incentives for low emission sources of energy. $400 billion. By the way, I'm reading from the New York Times, which has this uh, bill itemized, just FYI. This has just come out in the last hour or so. $400 billion to provide universal pre-kindergarten to three- and four-year-olds and uh, to, they say, reduce health care costs for working families earning up to $300,000 a year, $200 billion to give parents a tax credit through 2022 uh, to basically pay parents for having their children, $165 billion to reduce health care premiums, $150 billion to reduce a waiting list for in-home care, $150 billion 
to build 1 million affordable housing unit, uh, units, 100 billion for immigration, uh, in part, and we got to get into what exactly these details are because this is just a rough outline to reduce a backlog of 9 million visas. And remember, House Democrats have already passed a bill that would bury immigration costs into this budget reconciliation bill that would help to lead to more citizenship. Again, the details here uh, are devilish indeed, and we don't have all those. And then $40 billion for worker training and higher education. Okay, that adds up to $1.85 trillion. And they are saying that they have offset the cost of the $1.85 trillion with tax increases. How do they get there? Again, this is a rough outline released today by the Biden administration. 15% minimum tax on large corporations. Uh, efforts to reduce profit shifting. Whatever that means. I guess more aggressive IRS coverage, which has been disputed. 1% tax on corporate sta- stock buybacks, increased enforcement with the IRS, an additional 5% tax on incomes exceeding $10 million a year, and another 3% tax on incomes above $25 million, and efforts to limit business losses for the wealthy, uh, and an additional... Medicare tax on people earning more than $400,000 a year who didn't previously pay that tax. All right, that is a massive amount of information that has all come down in the last hour. The biggest issue here is will Nancy Pelosi actually allow a vote on infrastructure? Does she have the votes to get that passed? We will continue to track this throughout the course of the show, but we have got a ton of stories that we are tracking and that we are chasing. Uh, We've got major issues with everything that is going on with COVID vaccine mandates. We've got potential police uh, and firemen losing their jobs in New York City. We've got the gubernatorial election in Virginia which is massive, and we've got to talk about former President Trump, who is going to be on with us tomorrow, and what he is going to be doing in Georgia very soon. But first, I have to tell you all about my friends at Pure Talk. I've got my 13-year-old on Pure Talk, and they do an amazing job. You can use the exact same 5G network, Whether you have one of the big carriers out there, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, it doesn't matter. You can get unlimited talk, text, six gigs of data for just $30 a month. How do you do it with your phones right now? I want you to put them in your hands, and I want you to take advantage of a 30-day risk-free guarantee. All you have to do, you have nothing to lose. Dial pound 250, say Pure Talk, you get 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk, pound 250, do it. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I am back from Houston. By the way, let me say this. 
incredible time all over the city of Houston. I took my 11-year-old to watch World Series Game 1 and 2. We did the show I did yesterday from our uh, Houston affiliate. Just an absolutely fantastic time down in Houston. Astros win Game 2. Appreciate everybody out there listening at KTRH, one of our biggest affiliates among many. We love all of you in all 50 states. Monster audience for this show down in Houston. Met a lot of you. Appreciate everybody who came uh, up and shared feedback on the show and how much you're enjoying it and uh, and welcome me to your city along with my uh, 11-year-old. We had an incredible time uh, watching games one and two of the World Series. Uh, and certainly the state of Texas under the leadership of Greg Abbott, has been one of the states that has been punching back the most against all these draconian uh, restrictions associated with COVID and all the ridiculous decisions that are being made by the Biden administration. The state that has fought back the most, I think it's fair to say, is Florida. And right now we've got some interesting dynamics going on in Florida where Governor Ron DeSantis has hired a brand new Surgeon General, a graduate of Harvard uh, Medical School, who has actually been sharing a lot of the details and data that we share with you on a day-to-day basis. Now, Buck is out right now. He's sick. Uh, He's going to be back tomorrow. We are chasing the infrastructure deal potentially on Capitol Hill, whether the budget reconciliation bill is going to advance in any way. Uh, I'll give you an update on that in the next segment. We also have a loaded show. Molly Hemingway uh, is with us at the top of the next hour. And then our friend Alex Berenson will talk the latest associated with COVID. But first, I want you to be able to hear... Uh, somebody who is actually speaking truth to power and sharing facts, which is an important thing to do, uh, particularly as kids are being, uh, the argument at least is out there, that kids should be getting the COVID vaccine, which I think is absolutely crazy. Well, Florida's Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Latipo, uh, he was on Tucker last night. And by the way, we're going to have Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. We're scheduled to have him on the show next week on Tuesday. And we probably need to, at some point in the near future, get Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Latipo on as well. He was on Tucker last night, and he shared the fact that data just flat out doesn't support masks. A really good example is this obsession with masking kids in school. And when you look at the evidence for mask mandates in schools, it's actually, it's very weak. You know, the highest quality evidence we have, in fact, for masks basically shows really no evidence of a health benefit, as in an improvement in a child's health outcome by implementing these mask mandates. And there's not even any solid evidence for cloth masks. So, you know, where benefit has been shown, it's primarily been with surgical masks. But, you know, Americans have unfortunately been just slammed constantly with this message that you must mask these children. But, you know, we haven't asked enough about the high quality data. It doesn't support it. And we don't do it in Florida. So I think that is fabulously well said. Think about how much different our country would look right now if you had Dr. Latipo there, the Surgeon General of the state of Florida, actually making these arguments in public instead of Dr. Fauci, who is consistently showing up like the boogeyman to try and terrify parents and make them believe that their kids are under a severe danger from COVID when the data doesn't reflect that that's remotely true. So... Why is this significant? 
Well, it's significant because DeSantis and other governors, thank God for federalism, are fighting back against the proposed federal vaccine mandate. Now, it's worth noting that Joe Biden announced his federal vaccine mandate on September 9th, I believe it was. He still has not officially released the regulations drawn up by OSHA that would require that federal mandate to be in place. As a result, we're not sure exactly how many religious or uh, health exemptions might be granted and how aggressively this policy is going to be implemented. But what we are sure of is there are going to be a lot of people, many of you out there listening right now, that are forced to make a decision. You may well have had COVID, like I have, about whether or not to follow a mandate issued by your company, especially if your company employs over 100 people, which means that it would be a a part of this federal vaccine mandate. Are you going to go get the COVID vaccine or are you going to make a decision to potentially quit your job, to give up your job? And that's why I think what Ron DeSantis has crystallized so well is if you think back to March of 2020, what we were all told was something pretty straightforward, transparent and relatively easy to understand. Dr. Fauci walked out in the White House and sold us on the idea of 15 days to stop the spread. And if you remember, that was all about lessening the overall peak of infection to try to avoid overloading hospitals. Now, by and large, hospitals across this country have not been overloaded. They certainly have been strained at different points of time, but we haven't seen what was initially feared, which was, oh my goodness, there are going to be tens of thousands of people that need medical treatment and there will be no way for the hospitals to actually handle all of those people. We just haven't seen it. So we had 15 days to stop the spread and now we have advanced all the way to if you don't get the COVID vaccine and by the way, soon you don't get the COVID vaccine booster, you're going to lose your job. And that is an unbelievable and excessive overreach of the federal government. This is me putting my lawyer hat on. I believe that's unconstitutional. I don't think that the federal government, given where we are with COVID, should have the power or has the power under our Constitution to mandate vaccines as expansively as Joe Biden has laid out his vaccine mandate. I suspect... That is one reason why the vaccine mandate hasn't come out yet. In fact, there are a lot of businesses out there that are reportedly arguing with the Biden administration right now, please don't issue this vaccine mandate before the holidays, because if you do, it's going to be virtually impossible for many different levels of our economy to function. We already have major supply chain disruptions. What's going to happen if truck drivers, for instance, suddenly decide not to get the COVID vaccine and you don't have the ability to utilize their big rigs to move products across the country when you've already got a major supply chain shortage that is underway? What's going to happen if a lot of people who stock the shelves inside of major retail establishments decide not to get the COVID vaccine and therefore are not employed? So right now, you have big business begging the Biden administration, at least wait till after the holidays. And that's why I floated the idea 
that the Biden administration, the reason they haven't released their federal vaccine mandate is because I think they know that it's unconstitutional and they are hoping that the threat will lead to more people getting the COVID vaccine. And then after the first of the year, if we don't have a major surge in COVID cases, and remember they're going down for the most part across the country right now, then they can argue, hey, we don't have to implement this federal vaccine mandate anymore because so many people got the vaccines. The vaccines work so well. Look, Joe Biden solved all of the issues surrounding COVID. That's what I think the Biden administration would like to argue. That, however, will be in the future. When we come back, got an interesting battle over celebrities who are willing to stand up against COVID vaccine mandates. And I want you to hear some of the reaction that those celebrities are getting because we're creating some interesting dynamics that cut across race uh, and uh, and gender lines and help to destroy identity politics all brought in by these COVID vaccine mandates. That will be next. But in the meantime, very least we can do for the families of fallen soldiers in our nation's war on terror is provide security. That's what these soldiers were doing for us, defending our freedoms and creating uh, security for all of us. Tunnel to Towers Foundation takes this mission quite literally. This year, they will proudly place 200 forever changed families into mortgage-free homes. That's akin to building a large neighborhood of new homes and giving every one of them away to a deserving man, woman, or child. Truth is, they do this all over the country and not just in one neighborhood. Each family has a captivating story, as does their fallen soldier relative. With your help and donations, Tunnel to Towers Foundation is achieving their most ambitious dreams forever. There are many more heroes who need your help. That's why we need you to donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Jack Armstrong, he's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Finishing off hour number one, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck out sick today. We'll be back tomorrow. Talked about some of the politics of vaccine mandates and how it has created some strange bedfellows. One of the most outspoken groups that has had a lot of different celebrities standing up and saying, wait a minute, I I don't really agree with the concept of the government mandating a COVID vaccine. A lot of athletes, a lot of comedians, and a lot of entertainers in general have been willing to speak out against the prevailing hegemony that exists on the left-wing woke culture. And in particular, I saw this yesterday Floyd Mayweather, who is maybe the most successful boxer of his generation, he posted a video supporting Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is an NBA player who has refused to get vaccinated. Listen to what Floyd Mayweather said, and then I want to share with you some of the attacks that are occurring based on comments like these. America is the land of the free. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and supposedly freedom to choose. Never be controlled by money. I respect you for having some integrity and being your own man. A free mind makes its own choices. An enslaved mind follows the crowd. Stand for something or fall for anything. One man can lead a revolution to stand up and fight for what's right. One choice, one word, one action can change the world. It's crazy how people hate you for being a leader. I hope your actions encourage many others to stand up and say enough is enough respect to you Kyrie and power to the people okay so that's Floyd Mayweather here's what he also said choice is defined as an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities America gave us the choice to take the vaccine or not take the vaccine as time moves on that choice is gradually being stripped from us And what's interesting is the number of people who claim that they are all for free expression and outspoken political opinions, who as soon as someone says anything other than embracing the prevailing woke orthodox in the world of athletics or entertainment, they turn it into an opportunity to call them sellouts, or racist, or Uncle Tom's. Deadspin, which is a website mostly bereft of all functional intelligence, used to be a fun, zany, irreverent place for sports fans to go hang out. They had an article that they published in the last day or so, and the headline is, Kyrie Irving 
and Dave Chappelle are being used as black pawns on a white chessboard. Now, it doesn't really make sense because a white chessboard, you know, there's black and white pieces and there's black and white pieces on the chessboard too, the squares. But what's really kind of fascinating is look at how quickly Kyrie Irving, Dave Chappelle, you just heard from Floyd Mayweather. These are prominent black athletes and celebrities who are speaking out against, in the case of Dave Chappelle, the idea of protected treatment for people who are transgender. In the case of Kyrie Irving, it's against the New York City vaccine mandates, which he is refusing to comply with and thereby makes him ineligible to play. And in the case of Floyd Mayweather, he's singing the praises of Kyrie Irving for being willing to make those choices. But don't mistake what's going on here. The same people who have lionized Colin Kaepernick for years for taking a knee are now denigrating to the high heavens athletes who don't have the same opinion as them when it comes to the COVID vaccine. And by the way, these athletes aren't saying don't take the vaccine if you decide it's the right choice for you. They're just saying mandates are wrong. And I know there's this desire to label everybody out there who doesn't believe in mandates as anti-vax, right? That's the new insult that everybody gets that's uh, tossed on them. I don't believe in getting my young kids vaccinated for COVID because COVID is not a risk to them. That doesn't make me anti-vax. I'm certainly in favor of measles, mumps, rubella. As many of you out there listening right now, my kids are vaccinated. I'm opposed to unnecessary mandatory vaccines. But I'm not opposed to you if you desire and believe that it makes the most sense for your health being able to go make that choice yourself. There is a fundamental, and by the way, that goes for masks, that goes for social distancing, all these different COVID-related mandates really, to me, come down to choice and risk analysis within the context of your own age. A four-year-old and an 84-year-old do not have the same risk for COVID. The 84-year-old, I think, probably should get the COVID vaccine. The four-year-old should not. That's simple risk analysis. It's not being anti-vax. It's being intelligent enough to understand that a one-size-fits-all policy for 330 million people in the United States doesn't make sense. It also doesn't consider all of you out there, like me, who've already had COVID and have natural immunity now as a result of having had COVID. My kids, it doesn't make sense for them to get vaccinated based on the data. They're under far more risk from far less dangerous things. They're way more likely to die in a traffic accident or get murdered or die of the seasonal flu. Being a parent is about teaching your kids how to deal with risk. It's one of the most important things we teach our kids. And if you are teaching them that they are in danger from COVID, frankly, you're not listening to the data at all. When we come back, top of the second hour, Molly Hemingway on the battle 
around the 2020 election and what actually went down. She spent five hours talking with Donald Trump. What did she learn? She'll tell us next. It's going to be fantastic. Then the third hour, our buddy Alex Berenson, all that headed your direction. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks for having your Thursday with us for this first hour, plus the latest on the infrastructure bill and the budget reconciliation bill. That's all coming next. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.